Today I'm joined by founding member of the Carolina Chocolate Drops, Rhiannon Giddens, uh, who is an outstanding vocalist and fiddler, and Carolina Chocolate Drops plays a lot of folk music that has roots, deep roots, in the Carolinas. And Rhiannon, I'm glad to have you on the program this morning. Thank you for joining me. Oh, thanks for having me. You know, I just described the Carolina Chocolate Drops as as having deep roots uh, in the traditional music of North Carolina. I know that you also play new music. Can you just very quickly describe what it is exactly you guys play? It's a, it's a common question because we, we kind of play genre-defying music. So mm-hmm. um, we often call it Sibylline Banjo music. Uh, roots music, a lot of the music that we play is from the root of American music from the time before there were, you know, genres and boxes in the record store. It was when people used to play just whatever they heard and, and they played it in their own way. And, and so we take that, you know, we take that idea, you know, also with modern things, if we hear a modern song that we want to do, you know, we play it in our own way. And I think that's kind of what, what makes our unique sound. You definitely do sound like you could come from another era on one track, and then when we hear uh, the next track, you sound very modern. I know that there's a lot of the African-American musical tradition, but I also Mm -hmm. seem to hear a lot of Celtic tradition in what you do. It's a very interesting mixture. Well, I mean, that's American music itself is a mixture, and there was really people coming together in America that would have never met each other in the larger context of the world, you know, people from England and Ireland, and, mm-hmm. um, meeting people from Africa, like living next door to each other or, or you know, hearing music, each other's music. And so it, it just gave American music a unique opportunity to just, you know, be really uh, a true hybrid. The African-American part of that is bigger than I think people realize in terms of, you know, the fiddle and the banjo in particular, since the banjo is an African-American instrument. And then that's kind of part of our mission is to sort of get that information out there that, you know, we are a part of fiddle music and country music and old time music and that sort of thing. And that all of it is really this sort of amazing hybrid. I was interested in, in reading about you to find out that you actually have a background in opera and classical singing. Can you talk about how yeah. you uh, made that part of your training and then how you transitioned into what you do now? Well, I kind of came to it in a unique fashion you know, my dad um, he has, has a degree in voice, and I grew up singing with him, but I grew up singing, like, folk revival songs, you know. I, I really came to it from a, a different point of view, and so when I was 18, I went to Oberlin Conservatory and just kind of, like, became obsessed with classical music and opera, and I did operas and did more training when I came back home, but since I didn't really grow up doing it, I, I was able to switch to fiddle and banjo pretty easily. So I kind of feel like I have the best of both worlds. I still sing classical music but um, and have all that training, which has, has definitely helped me in, in the chocolate drops, but I'm also able to let it go when I need to. <laughs> so that's, that's been really handy to have both of those. I'm very grateful for that, for that upbringing, for sure. You travel a lot, and uh, you're on the road with your family, fortunately mm-hmm. for you. How, how is that uh, when it comes to food? I'm thinking of you traveling with little children. That must be a challenge. Well, I have to say, you know, my husband is from is from Ireland, and they grew up with a lot of home-cooked food. And so when we first start, set out, we were in a minivan, and he would set up shop. He would set <laughs> up and he'd cook, you know, macaroni and cheese and 
you know, black eyed peas or, or, or black beans and collards. I mean, he would fix this, you know, in the parking lot on, on propane, wow. <laughs> on a propane cooktop. And, and now we've got an RV, so we'll have, we have a kitchen, and, you know, it's just the best thing ever to just stop anywhere you want and have the lunch that you want to have. I love that story. <laughs> and the fact that he's so willing to do this and, and learn, because I'm sure he didn't see a collard green growing up in Ireland. Not a one. <laughs> Not a one. <laughs> Rhiannon, thank you uh, a lot for this conversation today. It was a lot of fun. 